0: heroes and thank you for answering the summoner's call presented by the gamers in this is a podcast for all fans of fire emblem heroes and the fire emblem franchise i'm your host Brian murphy and joining me as always is my co-host eddie how's it going eddie
1: not too bad been a crazy week
0: uh-huh yeah it has yeah. been a crazy week maybe not necessarily in fire emblem heroes but we did lock sure. in our first vote for game club and Uh, after our nail-biter of a conversation last week about the Sacred Stones heroes, and then jokingly saying, wow, we'll finally understand these heroes when we do a game club on Sacred Stones. The first vote for Game Club, as through our Extra Life promotion, is, for Sacred Stones, the Ephraim route. And I want to thank Christopher for the donation and the suggestion of Sacred Stones. So, uh, like Christopher, you can go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2019 and donate to Eddie or I uh ten dollars or more and you can suggest the name of the next game for Game Club. So
1: Wait according to us, we're doing Emphraum Root. Right?
0: Did I uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Um I I actually, you know, full disclosure, I am gonna be playing through a uh fan edit of Sacred Stones, and Ephraim is replaced with M from, So that's that's the only change though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I I hope you all believe me because that was definitely not true, uh. But yes, I made a mistake here in the notes. Um. But you know, let, let's uh let's brush past that and get into the banners because we've got some fun stuff to talk about on this week's episode of Summoners Call. We've got the weekly revival banners, which I can tell you off the top of my head what they are. It's Hector, Lynn, and Brave Lynn because I remember these it's things your favorite banner exactly even though i only summoned it's once got all kinds of lens on it it's got more than one <laughs> that's for sure uh you've got the new power banner going until the 20th of november and then desert mercenaries going until the 28th of november um yeah so eddie how'd you do in those banners
1: well um i hopped back into the desert mercenaries banner uh looking for that uh dual dual ephraim i uh, actually not sure I did the new one, but that's, you know, free attempt. I'm not that worried about there. Um, I did end up buying some orbs. Uh, you know, it's not that I've fully gotten rid of buying orbs. I'm just trying to limit how many I buy. And I did manage to snag him, despite a few pity breaks of units I already had along the way. So cool. I did get him. I backed out, and I know nothing about any of these characters and this new one. So I'm not likely to be worrying about summoning too much on them.
0: Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, I I don't want to like necessarily. Sorry, I'm gonna knock. I would knock on wood here if we weren't doing a podcast, but uh, we actually got a trailer for New Heroes the day before we record instead of the day after or literally hours after we finish recording. So I'm kind of stoked that we get to have like a fully-fledged episode uh, and not like a, well, when we find out, you know, type episode. So uh, more on that in a bit, but I I kind of agree with you, Eddie. I don't know any of these characters, but uh, people are excited for for some of them. Um, For me, I just got a Mercedes, at a five-star, and I know she was demoted, right?
1: Yes, she was demoted, so that was a... Uh, something could, that could have popped up as a lower thing, but it did pop up as five-star for you. Yeah, so it I got five-star.
0: It was through one of the free summoning tickets, so again, at the end of the day, I think I was like, it is what it is, folks. So yeah, I got a five-star Mercedes, and, and really, that's that's about it. Kind of just poking around in the, in the modes that are currently running. Uh, Rooker just came back. Not much to report there, but...
1: Oh yeah, that did come back. I should probably hop in there at some point.
0: Yeah, get a few orbs, get some free orbs there. Um yep. But other than that, it really—I haven't really been doing a whole lot in Fire Emblem Heroes. But um, I'm—I'm—I am curious about what's coming up in the next week because I'm kind of excited.
1: Well, as we mentioned, the new heroes—the uh, banner that dropped last night, Guardians of Peace—is uh, starting tomorrow. Or actually, um, let me double check something quickly. It's tomorrow. Or- it's either at midnight or the night after. Um, I think it starts. I think at it's midnight hit. at two a.m. today, so tomorrow morning. Oh, really? Yep. Or no? I Sorry. thought
0: I thought it started Tuesday. I've got morning. my
1: days wrong. It starts Tuesday morning. Yep, the nineteenth. Uh, I had my days wrong because I forgot what day it was today. Sunday. <laughs> uh, there's a tempest trend tempest trials plus and login bonus in the banner for it coming on the 19th as well uh we have the heroes with distant counter skills banner starting on the 20th the bound Be- <laughs> the bound hero battle revival with titania and miss starting on the 21st and starting on the 22nd is that tempest trials plus for Brunya. Uh, what did they say it was devoted general which we'll go a little over why we how we know that in a few moments here Mm -hmm. Uh, but before we got to that we had a new random video pop up this week on youtube
0: yeah one of the pieces of feedback that came in from the discord was i mean i really wish they had like a closing cinematic well uh for those that i think they did this in book two now i didn't dig it up so i'm just kind of going off the top of my mind here And Eddie, feel free to jump in if if you know yay or
1: nay on whether they had a similar function. If they did one in book two, I don't think it was quite like this one, Uh because this one more or less showed the final battle between us and a or Hell in a stylized fashion, Mm -hmm. because it's not how it happened in my uh, playthrough. Right, right, right. Well,
0: uh, as Eddie said, we did get a final cinematic for book three, pulling parts of the text dialogue we got at the end of chapter 13. And uh, yeah, we got a fully animated version of events. And I mean, it it uh, it is what I expected when I clicked on it. I, I realized like, yeah, this is going to probably be a sort of summary of the final, sort of the finale to book three. But to me... What is most interesting is that I think the reason intelligence Systems waited two weeks or a week to post this is because it, it does literally spoil the ending, and you know people are going to quickly click a, vid- a new video link from these folks because they're eager for content, so it's nice that they waited knowing there were going to be some folks that would just click yeah. through not thinking.
1: Yeah, true. I mean, and those who waited a week or so, or however long it was exactly, uh, to... Play through this story chapter. Clearly, don't aren't worried about the actual story.
0: True. So, and that's what I'm saying. I I think it's a good timing on their part, and yeah, I'm I'm excited that w- they've released this, and I think it's on the path. Sort of puts us further on the path to book four and what that is. And I'm I'm really excited because when I remember back to book two and book three, they did really introduce some heavy new stuff in each new book like they gave us a free hero in their new format so whether maybe we get it uh either we've already been introduced to the new hero format which is duo heroes or they're going to give us something completely new or maybe they stick with mythic slash legendary who knows but
1: I it's going to be great don't, yeah i don't want a new mythic slash legendary type of hero right if duo hero is the new format or the new special type of hero i'm okay with that because they're not limiting it to uh once a month in the form that it that the mythic and legendary uh if nothing else, there's no more room on the mythic and legendary band. There's barely enough room for them as it is. For the mythic and legendary heroes. So adding in the, you know, uh godly heroes or you know, epic heroes or whatever both of which probably are already covered by legendary or mythic, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah. It really doesn't fit for the banners.
0: You're thinking they add a new tier if they're
1: going to do it at all. Like making, You're hoping
0: they add a new tier right. rather.
1: Well, I'm hoping if, if they have to add something, it's not something that is limited to once a month banners or they sit, start a new set of banners. And even then I'm kind of hoping it's not limited to once a month banners type thing okay that makes sense makes sense it's already in you know part of it is still my collector's mentality i want to collect all the mythic and legendaries and collecting all the new special heroes are going to be even more frustrating
0: Hmm. i feel you yeah well we won't have long to wait i i I feel like we're going to get something in the next couple weeks and yeah, so it's nice, and we'll see what this. Uh, well, let's let's talk about the new banner video because I think that that leads nicely into the next part of the conversation.
1: As we've mentioned a couple times, we did get the new banner dropping last night around 10 p.m. Uh, and this banner is for is called, titled "Guardians of Peace," and it looks like Is might have decided to stop doing the Brave Redux banners because uh, this is a straight up Binding Blade banner which means I know none of these characters. Uh, which, another note for this banner is it is the first Red Bow unit added to the game. Uh, and there is, of course, as we mentioned, the Tempest Trial unit, Brunya, and another three to four star unit added with this banner. On the banner, we... Uh, yes, that is <laughs> the three to four star. I was going to get there. I know. Um, on the banner, we have Lara. Sprightly Dancer, a colorless dagger infantry dancer unit. Percival, Knightly Ideal, who's a blue lance cavalry unit. Echidna, Unyielding Idealist, who's a green axe infantry unit. And as previously mentioned, our first red bow unit uh, this one is Igraine or Igreen, uh, Nevada Protector. Uh, and as Ryan already mentioned, the three to four star unit is Chad, the Lycian Wildcat. It was a colorless stagger unit uh, and uh green or I green is a infantry unit for movement type and we don't know what uh, color weapon or movement type brunya is devoted general barrel suggests it might be armor, but I did a bit that, of digging not guaranteed of,
0: yeah I did a bit of digging on brunya not not a lot um, obviously, all these characters are from a game, as Eddie mentioned. That neither of us have played, um, but yes. Brunyan appears to be maybe of the wyvern type, so a flying unit. Okay. So I don't know for certain, and I may have read the wrong things. So don't quote me on it. And I know there are people who listen to this show will either have looked this information up or have played the game or know more about the game that'll that'll sort of let us know. And certainly do in the Discord. But yeah, I'm I'm. It's funny. We like this is something we can talk about. It's something. It's interesting that they didn't do the brave redux. And I know Eddie, you have some thoughts, so I want you to share them as well. But for me, when you look at the brave redux and you look at the last two banners, this one and the previous one, coming from um, two games that don't necessarily get a lot of love in uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, and even some of the Thracia games that that have been getting love lately, that's kind of their. Real version of the Brave Redux giving us heroes from games that aren't getting the same attention, you know. So it's nice that intelligence and we knew intelligence systems was gonna have to do this eventually because the game has been around for three years. You gotta find new heroes, and a great spot for that is games that haven't really been mined. So maybe the Brave Redux isn't required anymore, they can just kind of feel more confident going into the lesser known well of characters, right?
1: Uh, Yes, well, the style of the Brave Redux, it would be the top four units uh, from the CYL uh, poll that did not already have versions in the game. Uh, So, you know, those banners would be scattered from all over the place. Mm -hmm. You know, they weren't necessarily all one. So, it's not that they don't necessarily need that anymore, because as far as I'm aware, all... Uh, 12 of these units were not on not uh, the ones that were expected for the brave redux banner this year um, and it goes from multiple games so it doesn't always have to be the same game like these are two from the same game but i was kind of commenting um you know one of the things about the brave redux banners is that it always brought in four new units that we didn't already have versions of Mm-hmm. And with these last two banners, uh, unless I'm forgetting someone, we have 11 out of 12 units, uh, counting the dual unit as one, that are new unit, new character, that don't have previous versions in the game. You know, and even on the previous one, they limited the repeat to Katria. And all the others were new units. So if they keep up where they're doing mostly new units and only one or two at most repeats, I mean, kind of solves that problem, mm-hmm. you know, and will they'll eventually get to those characters and hopefully they're using the CYL to pick the highest, you know, some of the higher rated characters from those ga- these games that they're choosing, yeah.
0: I hope so, and you know, I was even joking that they got they stopped the brave redux because I was like, "Oh man, we're giving these players too many options to get Anna, so let's uh, let's trim it down."
1: Oh, they've already proven they're just quite happy to ignore Anna anyway. So, yeah, the, the, if they're going to try and avoid us getting into Anna all, they need to make sure they don't even do a CYL this year. Because, I mean, if if the Anna fans can band together and, uh, you know get one specific Anna up to top four, then they have no choice but to give us an Anna ult finally.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see when these heroes launch and we get our hands on them, and uh, we'll talk about them in more detail next week. But until then, yep. look and forward we'll to summoning... About
1: that paralogue that looked pretty interesting from the banner.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we'll definitely talk about it in more detail, but that, I'm glad you brought it up, because I did want to just make a quick note that, yeah, we're getting a paralogue... Instead of a new chapter, obviously a new chapter. We oh, we the
1: story is over, so there's no need for a new story chapter. Know,
0: but normally, uh, if the story was over, they wouldn't be giving us new heroes. So, I is mm-hmm. when was the last time we the got new heroes? there was
1: new heroes. Um, I suppose last year we kind of got the uh, uh, the paralog that introduced um, hell. You know. After oh. the story was over, because it showed, um, and it might not have been a full paralogue, it might have been another one of those special side miss side stories, like, um, for Ike and stuff. But I think it was a one map setup, not a multi map setup, uh, that had um, Surter meet hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: do you think we get the book four baddie sort of side introduced or uh, side loaded?
1: S- seems possible uh what we saw in the clips it looks like leaf and uh thrasir are chatting with thor and loki hmm. you know definitely saw thor interacting with them so for all we know you know thor will be int- will be involved in book four
0: that's a good point point. and i mean we've yeah. already been sort of slightly introduced to Thor through
1: some was it it was Rooker Sieges right Uh, Rooker Sieges is when we first met Thor and then she popped back up with the uh what was it the Tower of Forms or the
0: oh yes uh, yeah Tower of uh Formas was it yeah something I I know what you're talking about for sure
1: yeah the thing where we had the special versions of the uh Shadows of Valentia units (sighs)
0: Mm-hmm. I want those years I want that mode to come back. I kind of, I kind of miss it's it.
1: Probably going to come back at this point. It looks like it's every two months.
0: Yeah, because it's not coming in November, but it could be in December. Yeah, I didn't right? see
1: one in Hall of Forms. That was the name, but yeah, we didn't see one in on the calendar, unless I missed it.
0: I didn't see it because I was looking for it because uh, I was like, "Ooh, I really want to yeah. want to check that out." All right. Well, uh yeah. I mean. We'll certainly discuss it in more detail once we've actually played it, but it'll be interesting to see yes. sort of how they how they deal with book three ending. And I know we... I do quick, recall... Quick
1: friendly reminder, uh, as Ryan mentioned last week, Cormag's ending here in the next couple days, so make sure you grab him if you haven't. Mm-hmm. It's kind of half a reminder for myself because I'm pretty sure I haven't grabbed him yet. I need to make sure I hop in, but...
0: Yeah, I, I did grab him. I, um, but what I was going to say was... Uh, um, you know. Oh Sorry. oh, uh no, it's fine. I got it. Uh so with book two we did get sort of a like we, I think we already alluded to this, so it might not even be worth I'm gonna mention it now. Uh with book two we did get sort of that in between chapter. So this could be what we get with book three is, yeah. is the in between sort of paralogue. Kind of what it
1: sort of looked like with um Yeah. The whole Leaf and Hell Leaf and Brassier chatting with Thor.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, you know it's right. I, we already did talk about that, but let's. uh now that you you did bring up Leaf, um, speculation corner. You and I talked pre-show. Is like, well, how do we speculate? It's either gonna be Hell or Lift. It's like, all right, let's talk about that. So the new Mythic banner Eddie, Hell or Lift? Go.
1: Uh probably Leaf. I mean, it's and maybe they'll do Hell because she is now dead in the story, but it seems more likely to be Leaf mm-hmm. and save Hell for uh january
0: what if they doubled up I mean, and were just like you know what two new mythic heroes what up
1: speculated on that last week last month and it didn't happen yeah you're right uh they could do it um i mean we still haven't seen papa asker show up at all mm-hmm. undead version or normal version uh we haven't seen mama asker show up either but that doesn't mean anything uh so who knows maybe they'll count him as a mythic and put him in there uh you know he's i mean i already think leaf and thrust are stretches so i guess it's not that much more of a stretch to add papa asker as one of them as a mythic i think uh uh,
0: i think we're definitely going to get leaf um and everything else will be icing on the cake and whether they grant us sort of more in this mythic banner um you know intelligence systems really hasn't done that so outside of these new three four hero pity heroes they're throwing in um yeah i don't know if we'll get much more than lift but
1: uh... and yeah i also feel like it's a case of they want you to focus on one unit if they dilute it you know this is already an amazing banner and they're going to get a bunch of people so if they had two of them in there, then it's putting your focus and it might make more people decide, Hey, I'm not going to bother.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the odds of getting leaf is far better than the odds of getting both leaf and health from this banner. So why bother? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a valid point for sure. Uh, well, you know, um, We kind of figure by next week we might not have the information, but we might have it. So we'll definitely see what comes in the next seven days. But until then, we can wrap up the show by heading through the Outrealm Gate to our game club, where we are talking about Chapter 21 of Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. And I've got a little story summary for you, and then we're going to break into a slight song and dance finalizing with a short discussion, and we may skip one of those. We'll see. Uh, having made it past the Wind Tribe, our heroes come upon the Eternal Stairway. What appears to begin as solely a cardio challenge, our scouts find a pile of slain Hoshidan soldiers. While a few of our family members point out, how, point out how lucky this may be, we soon find out that we're next it's a race against the faceless to get your steps in as we battle the fallen constantly being reinforced from the south and the north of the stairway get all i, I don't know why i said north and south there's really isn't an east and west of a stairway although i suppose there is but they can't really fly an
1: east and west of the map just no way to get to them exactly
0: uh get all your team members to the top of the stairs climb like your life depends on it which it does as the chapter concludes, Corrin races on ahead while your allies are surrounded by fallen. As Corrin reaches the top of the eternal stairway, she is confronted by a fallen, where Lilith takes a fatal blow to protect her friend. And then they they climb the stairs. So, um,
1: yes. And also, as a kind of bookend of the whole thing, we see Iago sitting there plotting, uh, who he's the one who sent all these faceless after us trying to get someone killed. So hopefully Corrin would uh, fall into despair like she starts to before Xander gives her a pep talk pointing out that, you know, falling into despair is exactly what Lilith did not want.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, it was a, Iago is definitely a thorn in her side and he continues to be a, a bit of a pain and, and he honestly appears to be the one pulling all the strings uh, outside of... Garen, who just kind of shows up maniacally lasts every once in a while, Iago's doing all the heavy lifting. I mean, he needs a pay raise, (laughs) if anything.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'll sure give him a raise. Right off the ground with a sword.
0: (laughs) Nice one. Uh, Yeah, like, how did you think, how did you feel about the mechanics of this map? It was very much a heavy reinforcement map where you just got to go, 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 and get all your characters across that finish line while still using those dragon veins once again for strategic purpose, which uh, triggering the dragon vine basically froze all the fallen on the map, um, which would allow you to continue moving forward. But it was a it was a, a push pull sort of you know give gain type thing where you had to kind of in the early part of the map you had to kind of take them out strategically and freeze them strategically. But then you got to a point where and and sorry when you froze them. The enemy couldn't hit you unless you were right up beside them. But then you get up into these areas where there are the launcher enemies. So even if you freeze them, they're still going to be able to hit some of your units. They don't do a ton of damage, but it's still enough to like take a good chunk out, right?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I did my power leveling, so most of my units were fairly strong. Uh, but even with that, there was a bit of a challenge because every one of the faceless has uh, essentially savage blow or whatever it was that deals you damage no matter what. Uh, so I had a number of times where in the fight they'd they do zero damage and then afterwards I'd get the seven damage to everyone in two spaces of the guy. Uh, so that was kind of frustrating. Um, I did barely use the Dragon Veins. Um, I was able to keep most of my units moving in mm-hmm. uh, ahead of the trailing reinforcements. I uh, just moved them all to the left side, kept moving up the path. I uh, had Xander and Charlotte up ahead, smacking them down. Charlotte was uh, very critical of her opponents. Uh, she had like 40% crit and did a lot of crits on them, which was nice.
0: Yeah, Charlotte's uh, uh, turned into a bit of a beast for me as well.
1: Yep. Um, then, yeah, made try to everyone in the right place and ran everyone out so it was an interesting design um i probably you know had enough healing and everything and power that uh without the constant reinforcements i probably could have fully cleared the map if i wanted to take my time and do so uh but i had time restraints because i'll admit i did not do that till this morning Mm. uh actually until yesterday i had completely forgotten that Oh yeah, this week is Game Club. I've uh, been so distracted with Pokemon and uh, Three Houses last week, all kinds of other stuff. So it's
0: been a it's been a well it's mid November right, so we've had some big drops and uh, yeah. I I had played yesterday and kind of made my way through it and I and I've, I'll be honest I've been struggling with some of these later maps, um and not necessarily enjoying it as much but I, I did really enjoy this map and i had a good time um i am playing on sort of casual so i lost a couple of heroes just due to bad placement um i lost camilla i overextended her and then i, I lost leo as well because i uh, i gambled i, I
1: nearly lost corn oh
0: Luckily,
1: which would have reset uh, the map too i'm not sure if it does that on casual
0: uh um, it should it should give you game over but i i mean i don't know i could be wrong
1: I think on casual, you only get game over if everyone dies. I could be wrong as well. Um, because everyone comes back next map, it's not a, oh, they're dead and they're gone forever. Hmm. Casual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially, um, I overextended her a bit. I uh, knew she'd take a lot of hits, but like one of the other issues is that I had the wrong weapon on. Because the previous guy I had to fight was a step away. I have her a quick... I have a, her carrying a, a spell book around, but she has, like, no spell power. So she doesn't do much damage, but she does a bit. And so she stepped up there, had a weak weapon. She might have been able to kill them all on top of it, but with their savage blow took her down to one hit point at the end mm-hmm. because of the savage blow, not because of them, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, because it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, like the map. I don't. I don't know. Did you take the boss out at the end, or did you just keep running?
1: Uh, yeah, I um, maneuvered everyone around. Actually, I think um, the turn after I did that, as I was getting most of my group close up, I actually that might have been with the boss in there. I don't remember for sure, but I did take out the boss. I let him come to me, and smack the crap out of him. And then wind everyone up, made sure that my, you know, trailing characters were uh, able to reach the exit before I sent all my heavy hitters out and ended the map.
0: Nice. Yeah, I just, I kind of got my characters over the finish line and called it there. But um, I I think it'll be interesting as we move forward and we get into these final, final chapters and we start to discuss the the game even more and... Look forward to our next game club, which is being supported by Extra Life, as we mentioned at the top of the show. So if you want to see us play a specific game, definitely go to bit.ly slash TGI Disc, or well, you can go to our Discord. Uh, But if you check the notes and click some links, you'll find all the details to choose our next game club. Uh, We'll be playing Chapter 22 in two weeks, so look forward to that. That's Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. Eddie, that's going to do it for this week. Shorter show, but next week we will have a full slate of content as we have six new heroes to discuss. So look forward to that. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at R. Murphy, Eddie at drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.